What's up, Story Geeks? It's Jay. And Daryl. On today's show, we're counting down our top five geeky Halloween things, which is kind of broad, but what, it, what we mean by it is areas in geekdom where you experience Halloween. So it could be a movie that's about, that has Halloween in it. It could be a TV show. It could be a comic book. Whatever. Top five geeky things that involve Halloween. That's right. And joining us on the show today, we have two of our very best buddies on this show. We have Justin Weaver, who I think holds the all-time record for most appearances on the show. I think so. And then we also have Sandra Demas from 2819, who it maybe holds second place for all-time appearances on the show. They're both up there. So yeah. two very good friends of ours joining us on this one. We'd also love to hear your thoughts on your top geek Halloween moments, geeky things about Halloween, which you can share with us in the Story Geeks Facebook group. The link to our Facebook group is in the show notes and on our Patreon aftercast. So Patreon is a place where people can support creators like us. And if you support us for as little as $2 a month, you get access to the aftercast. The Story Geeks aftercast is basically a place where we talk about more geek stuff after the podcast is over. Today's is the top 10 through 6 geeky Halloween moments we see mm. in geekdom. So you can join us for that as well. Like I said, the you get access to that for as little as $2 a month. And then coming up in the next couple of weeks on the show, we've got some cool stuff to look forward to. Next week's episode, we are going to make Solo better, yeah. which is something we've been wanting to do for a while. We actually both really enjoyed the film. But it could certainly be better. Absolutely. So we're going to tackle that with Shannon McCarter from Network 1901 and Alex Leonis. And then the week after that, we're going to be digging deeper into Fantastic Beasts and where to find them as we look forward to the release of the new Fantastic Beasts film. So be sure to click subscribe so you can get notified of all that stuff when it comes out. Yeah, and another way to get notified too is actually to subscribe to our email list. So make sure you look into the subscribing to our email list because you get a full email with all the content we produce every single week, which is a lot of content and you're probably missing out on a lot of the things that we do. You can also go check some stuff out at our blog and I'll talk about that after the show. But in the meantime, thanks for listening in. The Story Geeks podcast is produced by the Reclamation Society. Let's share our top five. Justin, Sandra, welcome to the Story Geeks podcast Yay. again. Thank you. Yeah, happy now, to be here. Now, we've been talking to guests about their five-timers jacket, <laughs> and you guys already have yours, right? You guys are working on your ten-timers jacket. Ooh, yeah. yeah. They invented the five-timers jacket. Ooh. Exactly, exactly. So welcome again. <laughs> Tell the folks what you're up to. I am still working at Disneyland, still married to a cute redhead named Kim, uh, still the, you know, whatever, owner, father of a cute dog named Nala. Yeah. So... I'm life is good. Living the dream, you mean? Living the dream, living the dream. and living Halloween at Disneyland. So I'm <laughs> I'm ready to talk about this. Oh, Excellent, yeah. Sandra. What's I up? am 100 percent jealous because I wish I could be at Disneyland every single day, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm an editor and I'm the host of 2819, which is a show that integrates science, faith, and pop culture. I've been on the show. Yeah, you times. have. Yeah, it's a fun show. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows Daryl. You have a good week, Daryl? Um, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> no, give us the false. We want, we want only good information. My wife has been out of town this week, so it's, it's oh. been a rough one, actually. Uh, yes. I've been a single father for the last three or four days, which is difficult. So hats off to all those single parents out there. You people are amazing. Yeah, no kidding. Yep. No kidding. But I'm good otherwise. Thank you. Yeah, and we're going to jump into our top ten list, which is awesome. 
So we're at the top five, and if you want to listen to our aftercast, we'll be going 10 through 6. But we're going to start with our number fives. Um, before we jump in, this is our Halloween episode. So what we're basically doing here is saying all of the um, geek, but some of these things might not be geek. We talked about this in advance. It's pretty liberal definition. Yeah, pretty yeah, liberal definition tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly just Halloween stuff. Yeah. But it could be comics. It could be TV shows. It could be uh, movies. Any, any or all of the above could be on our lists. It yep. just has to have Halloween in it. It's basically just a chance for us to talk about Halloween within something resembling our own context. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Uh, so we're going to count down five through one, and like I said, out on the Aftercast, we're going to do our honorable mentions, and we're going to do 10 through six. The thing I love about Aftercast on our top 10 episodes is that those are usually the ones with the most controversial choices. Yeah, that's where we go wild. <laughs> that's where we get really crazy. So just just stay tuned for that. Um, Justin and Sandra will be joining us for that as well. Uh, but let's get started with the number fives. And when I get started with the number fives, if, um, if you contribute to our Patreon account at the $5 a month tier, we include you in what's called the uh, contributor question. And we don't do these every week. We try to do them as often as possible. And it means that we will read your answers to critical questions on the podcast. So this week, we have Mary and Jim, who have given us their top tens as well. And I'll be sharing them as we go through ours. You guys need to remind me if I forget to, (laughs) because it's almost impossible to remember everything you got to do. So I'm going to start with Mary's Mary's number five. And then I'll go to Jim's number five. And then I'll go to, um, we'll go around the table. Okay? Sound good? Deal. All right. Coming in at number five for Mary is like a quintessential horror film, I believe, and it's Scream, the original Scream. See, already we're controversial because is oh they're just talking about movies they like to watch at Halloween, right? No, no, no. They took a different stance here. No, does it really? Yeah, Yeah, it does. Because I was going to include that, but oh no, it does. What is the Halloween scene? I don't remember. I, I just don't know that they have one. I yeah. looked it up, and all I found was the scene of them watching scary movies when Jamie Kennedy explains the rules, I but think, that's not Halloween. I think it's Halloween in the second one. Is it? Because I think we see them walking down the street. Hmm. I'm trying to remember now, because I, I looked up Scream also. Well, we're not going to fact check. We're just going to go <laughs> no for fact it. Checking. That's not a thing on this yeah. show. By the, by the way, the um, I have to say that that my story for watching Scream for the first time was that I needed to do, they wanted to uh, measure my brainwave patterns because I, I was having some uh, dizziness and stuff. And my dad and I at like 15 stayed up watching the Scream series. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had to stay up all night long. So like, what are we going to do? I'm like, well, because I fall asleep so easy. He's like, let's watch Scream. I'm like, all right, fine. We so just watch How much stuff. did you cuss that night? <laughs> no, none that time. Really? Yeah, this was before. I was only like 15. Oh. I had to get past 20 before I started cussing. Oh, okay, gotcha. So Mary has Scream. Uh, and then Jim has a very classic Halloween film. About as classic as you can possibly be. Mm. Halloween? No. I figured like that's probably it's I a great know. pumpkin. Oh, oh well, Charlie yeah. Brown. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So that's Halloween every night? single year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the Halloween with that? everything? <laughs> I think that's in the sequel. I don't know. Michael Myers. <laughs> Is there Halloween in that? I yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim does get a little bit more liberal in his list, but um, not quite as much in his top five. More in the top ten, I'd say. All right, Justin. What is your number five? Wait, before we dive into ours, why yeah. don't we talk a little bit about sort of our overall reasoning oh, yeah, yeah, behind yeah. our list? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Let's do that first. If we have overall reasoning, I, I feel like in some sense maybe we just kind of threw these together, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What's Did your you, reasoning? You kick it off. I, I mean, mine really was just representations of Halloween in stuff that I've seen. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I came up with the idea for this episode because 
when I watch a lot of TV shows and stuff like that, my favorite episodes tend to be like the Halloween and the Christmas episodes mm-hmm. because they're like this special kind of festive and you get to see all the costumes and lights and everything. And there's always creative stories within the contexts of those holidays. Yeah. So that's kind of where this came from for me. So my favorite of all those, you say, you talk about Christmas a little bit and then you talk about like, right. My favorite was always when they went to Walt Disney world. It was always the, like the <laughs> Thursday night shows and the, on ABC shows. <laughs> We're going to go to Walt Disney world to promote Walt yeah. Disney world. I'm like, I'm like in, the, man. the step by steps. <laughs> yeah, in the oh exactly. my gosh. The TGI. Yeah. The TGI. Yeah, that's that's what it, was. It. It, was th- it was Friday, not Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, sorry. Way off topic. Justin, how'd you come up with your list? My list is kind of when I think about my experience of Halloween, what movies influenced me, what's kind of Justin's flavor of Halloween. So (laughs) mine is largely geek films, but then it is incredibly not geek films later. And you guys can't see this because Justin Justin and Sandra are both in studio and Justin has a pad of paper that has so many <laughs> crossed out crossed marks. Out. <laughs> so he is, he is really into These making These things sure. are dear to me. I'm trying to rank them. That this is, is right. still one of the most challenging things you can ask me to do. Like, yeah, but which is more important? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Justin doesn't like to rank, and we keep putting him on the ranking shows. Yeah, that's so. right. Tell us what your favorite is, Justin, now. <laughs> this is like the Nightmare <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Sandra, what about you? Oh, so my my method was really kind of what Justin's saying is picking the things that I really enjoy, the things that just came came to my mind right away. And then, of course, I was like looking. I wanted to find more. And um, some of them are geek. Some of them aren't. I, I realized that I have a lot of, like, I love cartoons. So, hmm. you know, yeah. it's kind of Why not? I figured that. that you more than anybody else is you're going to be representing the horror films. I know. and I, But they're there. They're there. And I didn't want to have... Some of the ones that I just automatically knew would be on most people's lists. So yeah. I couldn't avoid some of them, but I did try to avoid some of them. All right. So for my list, I just basically looked at when Halloween as a holiday appeared in a television show, a comic book, or a movie. And then I did do a geek filter, although a bunch of my honorable mentions, which you can hear on Patreon, are not geek at all yeah. that I still wanted to throw out there. But most of my top 10 are geek. And they occur at Halloween time. Let's put it that way. So super literal. <laughs> super literal. There was no interpretation on mine. Yeah. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Absolutely. Same thing, yes. basically. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's go around the table. Let's go Sandra, Daryl, Justin. What is, kick us off. Top five. What's your number Top five? five? Yeah. It is a scene from Ed Wood. So Interesting. do you remember? Just one scene? Well, I, I thought we had to pick when, when Halloween was represented in something, a film, a TV show, whatever. Right. Yeah. So it is represented mm-hmm. when you have um, Bella Lugosi and he answers yes. the door and he's like, trick or treat. Or like, <laughs> he comes out and he's like, ah, and they're like, ah, they're freaking out and they're not scared of him. So then Edward comes out and he takes his teeth out and then they scream and run away. But anyway, so it just, I thought, how awesome, like to have Bella Lugosi open the door as you're trick or treating and. I don't know. So I, I love that, that scene. Awesome. So I put Ed Wood in there. I like it. That's your yeah. number five. I've never yep. seen that movie. I'm I'm kind of, this is. Oh, this is, yeah. 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 I haven't okay. seen it either. I'm wearing a Tor Johnson shirt. I represent. No, Ed Wood. I haven't oh. either. I yeah. went to film school and it was kind of like we, and I was in the AV club. We had to watch certain things, including an Ed Wood film. It was just something uh, that we had to do to be like, yeah. we're, we're, we're film geeks, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. 
Have you seen it? Then you don't have any cred. Sorry. I know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, Daryl, what's your number five? Um, so my number five, as, as I get older and more and more separated from being able to reasonably enjoy Halloween <laughs> as much as I did when I was a kid, uh, one of the great things I get to do now is enjoy it through my kids. Yeah. And see their joy and what they like. So number five comes out of that completely. And it's a staple in our household. Uh-huh. In fact, I think it was on the TV about four times today. <laughs> oh they are gosh. probably literally <laughs> watching it right now. Yeah. And it's Curious George, a Halloween boo fest. Oh, wow. I think I have that in my collection. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like a classic. It's You know what? It kind of is. I mean, <laughs> once you see it 10 or 15 times, it really starts to sink in. But it's, I mean, it's adorable. It's But what I like about it is it actually really captures the festiveness of the fall season really Uh well Mm -hmm. in a non creepy way, obviously, because I let my two year old watch it, but (laughs) yeah, but I don't know. I can see you right now. You have a pumpkin spice latte. You have a pumpkin pie on the table. (laughs) You have the show playing in the background. You're like, Hey, it's fall, man. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? My two year old, Loves pumpkins. I don't know mm. what happened, but he is obsessed with freaking pumpkins. Really? So we have pumpkins everywhere in the house. Fake ones, real ones, stuffed yeah. ones. It's crazy. Aww. You show he him Sleepy Hollow, it. he's just like, Never yeah, mind. Yeah, I'll fix it. <laughs> I hate pumpkins now. No more pumpkins. <laughs> so Cool. I've never seen it, but it sounds like something to watch. You probably never will, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 cute. It's adorable. All right, Justin, what's your number five? My number five is the Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. That's going to be on a lot of people's lists. I anticipate so. Yeah. It, it, it's on my five uh, because it. T- I didn't like find that movie for a while. It, it didn't matter to me for a while. I treated yeah. it as a Christmas movie at first and hated it because <laughs> I, I love the it's a sappy. A Christmas yeah, I, I love the feel-good <laughs> movies. I love the, uh, you know, A Christmas Carol, Redemption, yeah. and it just does not fit with that. But when I started treating it as a Halloween movie, I kind of fell in love with it. So Danny Elfman's music is stuck in my head. and Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool. I, I have to admit that as I go into my top five, Halloween was not a big part of my growing up because I was in a fairly conservative household environment. And so it was kind of like, yeah, it's devil's holiday, man. <laughs> so I'm late to the party on a lot of this stuff. But my number five, it, it's a scene from a movie that is not really a Halloween movie, but it is a classic movie. It shows up on our 80s geek movies. It will probably be on your lists, oh. at least one of your lists. E.T., The Extraterrestrial. Oh, wow. So that's about my number five because... There's in in that film, the whole film, I think it's the start of it, right? When they're walking around. Or no, it's midway yeah. through it. Midway yeah, through it, they're going it, around. So. Yeah. Right, and they had to dress him up and everything, yeah. which is fantastic. So, uh, and then later on, we're going to have a callback to that, too. That's a spoiler alert. Must Ooh, be a big whoa. moment for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, nobody has context <laughs> for that joke. I apologize. Joke, yeah. I'll, I'll explain that joke in the aftercast. There so. you go. Another reason <laughs> to listen to the aftercast. All right, Sandra, what's number four? My number four is trick. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Well, yeah, it's, it's just trick or treat, R. like toys trick or us. treat. Yeah, yeah. But so it's not the word or. It's just an yeah. apostrophe trick or. R. Treat. Innovation. It's a pirate movie. Trick or <laughs> trick or. It is a pirate movie. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what is it? It's it's a collection of of like four five different stories. They're uh, all connected though, and it's really cool. I love the opening scene especially because you have 
all of the stories interacting, but you don't know until the very end, and then you see it again. Um, I think it's such a great kind of, it it feels like a throwback, Uh even right after the first story ends, and it's a kind of a shorter story. When that one ends, then the credits start, and they're like comic book style. It's like really cool. So So this is a cartoon? No. No. What is it? It's a a scary movie. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a horror movie. But it has a fascinating production story because it was never released in theaters. It like had this whole problem with this production, and it just never really? uh, was released in theaters. So it ended up being straight to uh, home video kind of thing. It was straight to DVD at that point. Mm-hmm. Who's in um, it? Bruce Willis. Bruce no. Willis. No. no, I just got to make the Bruce Willis direct a video joke. Again. You can basically <laughs> tell me anything. I'm gonna believe it. Like- Anna Paquin's probably the only big <laughs> name. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. It's pirate oh, Brian Cox. Pirate is in it. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Oh, that's true. No, it's not Bruce Willis. Bruce just, Willis stars as Jack Sparrow with a pirate ship full of... It's just, when you think of direct-to-video movies nowadays, don't you think of Bruce Willis? I mean, he's made... <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots awesome. fired. Guess I'm, who's I'm never coming on this show? Sh- <laughs> I've fired those shots before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I heard a really good story. If you listen to our friends on the Empire podcast, they were talking to Eli Roth a little bit ago about the uh, house with the clock on its walls or whatever. And, um, oh, yeah. I thought he had some really interesting things to say about Bruce working with Bruce Willis. Yeah, mm. I heard that. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. So go listen to that. Go listen to that podcast if you can find it on your podcast. Well, to be fair, Bruce Willis partially developed his reputation for being a jerk on set from Kevin Smith. Exactly. You got to take that and with he kind a of grain explains, of salt. He, I mean, he, come he on. explains why that is. <laughs> Eli, Ro- Eli Roth does. Yeah, because Kevin, I had not heard from Kevin shouts at him from a distance, which he hates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and with Trick or Treat, I just went through the maze at Halloween Horror Nights at oh. Universal Studios. And so it was fun to step into that movie. Yeah. Oh, so it's there. They have it at Halloween Horror It is. Nights. I feel like uh, I need to watch that movie now. It's, uh, I mean, you can rent it. It was only like two ninety nine. Top it, five. That's, uh, for as much as I love horror, I don't actually own a lot of horror films. Hmm. So you rent them, borrow yeah, yeah, them yeah. from my brother. My brother has everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your number four, Daryl? Uh, E.T. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Quintessential <laughs> 80s. Yeah, I mean, it's classic. And it. I think I've said before that E.T. feels like my childhood, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Like, I didn't live in that kind of neighborhood and stuff like that, but I, it's just, I watch that movie and I feel like I'm a little kid again. Totally. It, it just captured that era so well. Yeah. So. I totally agree. Yeah, it's that's fantastic. a great one. That was really the first one I thought of when... We, we came talked up, when we well, came up we, with yeah, the idea for this like, episode because you know, like like ET as Halloween. Yeah, you're like, what are you talking <laughs> about? How I'm like, like ET. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> All right, Justin, when, what do you have on yours? What's first your time four? I saw ET, though, uh, my little brain exploded seeing Yoda. <laughs> on screen in a different movie and E.T. knows him and it's like, wait, is all this real? <laughs> just like my little... Is all this real? <laughs> it couldn't all process. And then the prequels the came along and tied it all together for you. No. Oh. No, they didn't. That was not exactly how no, it But I mean, it did, but it did. you know. Sort of. Only to the keen eye pausing person. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, my number four is Something Wicked This Way Comes. Um, uh, interesting. It is a Ray Bradbury Disney movie from 1983, and I uh, didn't know that Ray Bradbury was still alive at that point. So uh, I, I would have expected that he had passed away earlier or something, just not knowing exactly when he lived. But yeah. he was still alive, so he um, was involved with Walt Disney and a number of projects and stuff like that. And so there's uh, 
the Halloween tree in Disneyland yeah. dedicated oh, yeah, to him. That's, right. um, but that's some, dedicated to him? Yep. Yeah, well, it's uh, the Halloween tree is one of his short stories. Oh, it's a pretty long short that. story, but that's my wife's absolute favorite thing at Disneyland during yeah. Halloween time. So you she should read the, the, Halloween the plaque under it. It's all about Ray Bradbury and stuff. Wow. Yeah. And I, I think didn't know that. I, never I think the that. petrified tree is also something about Ray Bradbury, but it's hmm. not about a book. I think it was just so anyways, but that's off topic. Uh, no, no, but this movie, it is as scary as we got in my conservative house <laughs> uh, growing up. And, I mean, it has some legitimately creepy parts. It, uh, there's a guy that dissolves into a skeleton. So before I had seen the Indiana Jones movies, I was getting a little bit of a precursor of that. Um, but it's like a coming-of-age movie and uh, a morality tale. Um, and it's all taking place around Halloween and stuff. So. I feel like I've seen it, but I do not remember it. I think it's on Netflix. Is I think it really? I saw Ooh. it. Ooh. Jason Robards. He was awesome. I loved Jason Robards. What's he from? He is... A ton of things. He is a... Um, I remember him from Dream a Little Dream. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. I'm like, I'm, I could say that, but no one's going to know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love awesome that movie. movie. The Two Corys. Yeah. The Two Corys. <laughs> Corey but he Feldman did a lot. I mean, he was... He was a very respected, prolific actor. He did oh. a ton of stuff. He cool. was in Philadelphia, I think. Oh, okay. Wasn't he one of the mean? I never saw that one. He was guys. in Magnolia. Yes, Philadelphia. All the President's Men. All kinds of classic stuff. All right. Before I say mine, I'm going to go through Mary and Jim's too. So number four for Mary is Halloween, the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think you can get any more Halloween than the original Halloween. Probably not. Probably not. It's pretty hard to do. So Mary's List is super Halloween yeah. so far. Uh, I've Jim, never seen that. I don't think I've seen any of the Halloween movies. It, my daughter just watched Halloween, uh-huh. and she was like, eh. Like, was totally not scared. <laughs> so you could watch it. Like, I don't think you'd be scared. The yeah. new one's coming out, too. Yes. I'm kind of intrigued by the new one, but... I am, too. Yes. Really? I am not fourth. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just because I'm, I'm not a Halloween guy, necessarily. So Jim's... Is I just ruined that conversation, didn't I? <laughs> uh, Jim's number four is Creature from the Black Lagoon oh, from 1954. Wow. Jim loves the classics. Yeah, yeah, three of his top five are classics. Nice. Yeah. But does uh, that, is there Halloween in there? Jim's is very liberal. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's basically just what he likes to watch. <laughs> okay. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Jim has a very liberal interpretation of the rules. Uh, my number four is. And you know what? If you're going to contribute to our Patreon, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah do liberal. It. Do what you want to do, man. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Halloween movie is... Uh, home Alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. The Holiday. <laughs> so scary. I've, <laughs> I've been Home Alone on Halloween. I know. Yeah. It's frightening. It's not it. <laughs> I hate it when I use aftershave. Um, <laughs> uh, my number I four, bought milk eggs and fabric softener <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, my number four is uh, Sleepy Hollow from 1999. Oh, I went okay. with Sleepy Hollow. I dig that. <laughs> I dig that film. So I'm not. I'm not into Halloween movies, but I went to see that movie in the theater because mm. I was thrilled by the aesthetic of it. Like the yeah. production design was so cool that I'm like, I gotta see this. So I went and saw it, even though I'm not into scary movies at all. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I, I I've liked previous Sleepy Hollow plots a little bit better than I've liked this plot. But with this production design, it's hard to beat. So I really like that a lot. Yeah. So 
That's my number four. If you guys are in the room watching us record this, you would see Justin <laughs> practically trying to crawl across the table and hug Jay for this choice. <laughs> He's yeah. way on board with it. I'll have some things to say about Sleepy Hollow in a little bit. Yeah. And just to keep rolling with it, um, Jim Baldwin uh, has it as his number three. So as we get into our uh, number threes, Jim Baldwin has Sleepy Hollow at number three. I thought of one more Home Alone Halloween joke. You did? <laughs> Trick or treat, you little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nice. No, I like I it. I had to get it out. I'm glad you did. Um, <laughs> then Mary Baldwin has uh, Practical Magic at number three. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. on my DVR. So there you go. So those are, those are their number threes. Sandra, what's your number three? Ooh, my number three is... Oh, I'm in the wrong list. <laughs> it's Sleepless in Seattle. No. <laughs> I was I was looking at my um 31 days of Halloween movies. So oh, I was looking at what I was yeah, watching yeah, yeah. this month. Um but no, my number 3 is Monster House. Oh, that, that's a good that movie. That is set around Halloween. Monster House? Monster is it? House yeah, it's, it's a cartoon. An oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's great. Like the the opening scene, they say it's an homage to uh The Shining. With Danny when he's riding his bicycle, but honestly, because it's outside, it makes me think of it, yeah. the the miniseries, because uh, you know the girl riding her bike, and it's a girl riding her bike. So, mm-hmm. um, I love that movie. It wouldn't be a podcast with Sandra if you didn't bring up the Stephen Shining. King. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was gonna say she didn't say anything about Edgar Wright yet. So I, know. I don't know well, what you're talking about. That's probably to come. <laughs> the, the Scott Pilgrim versus the World, number one. If, <laughs> if, Somehow it's Halloweenish. Yeah, yeah. Shaun of the Dead should have been set at Halloween. Then it we could have. have talked about it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Monster House, I'm gonna have to watch that one because I have It's really one. good. It's okay. good. I cool. You haven't seen it? Oh, it's so good. Man, I haven't. It's home. one of those it it reminds me of Iron Giant in the sense that a lot of people didn't see it. But it's such a good film. And mm. so Monster House, it definitely has that kind of a Sandlot vibe because they're creating something to defeat the guy or the, whoever they think the bad person is. Um, you know, they're coming of age. These two boys like this girl and they're kind of vying for her attention. It's like a really good nostalgic vibe to it. Yeah. So You I compared like that. that movie to Iron Giant and Sandlot. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Giant only in the sense that disappointed, it, was, but we'll it was an underappreciated film when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl says the most negative thing possible. <laughs> I'm probably going to be disappointed. Well, come on. Uh, the Iron Giant it. and the Sandlot, it's hard to this stand up true. against those. That's true. That's true. What's your number three, Daryl? Um, okay. My list... At, Interestingly enough, I'm done with movies. I don't have any more movies on my list. <laughs> so I have one more. That's it. Yeah. So we're my on the number same three page. is a television episode. Okay. And is an it's an episode of Community. Called, oh my god! Epidemiology. Yes, that's on my <laughs> list too. <laughs> is that the one where what is, what happens in that one? So it, they're having a like a Halloween dance or Halloween party on campus. Yeah. And the dean buys what he believes to be taco meat from like an army surplus store, but it's actually like this dangerous like chemical and everybody basically gets infected with it and turned into zombies. And so it's like a zombie apocalypse within a community episode. And the weird thing about, I mean, it's hilarious. It's freaking hilarious, but it's actually kind of scary too. Mm -hmm. Oh really? It actually does have scary moments, which is impressive. Wow. And they play... Um, Abba throughout, yeah, <laughs> which is part of why it's scary. <laughs> and is that's the one where Donald Glover's costume is a toilet seat cover that says Dracula, right? Yeah. So it starts off at first he's 
Abed dresses up like an alien, mm-hmm. like a xenomorph from the Alien franchise. And Troy dresses up with all this yellow piping and stuff yeah. like that, like he's Ripley. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. From Alien. But then he gets made fun of for being a geek by some hot girl or something. Uh-huh. So he changes his costume and just puts like a toilet seat cover around his neck and takes his shirt off. <laughs> and Abed's like, what are you supposed to be? He's like, I'm a sexy Dracula. He's like, you mean a vampire? He's like, I don't have to know which Dracula I am to be a Dracula. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm going to go it's watch It's hilarious. That. It's a classic. Yeah. Justin? Uh, for my number three, I put Sleepy Hollow. Ah, yes. And it's for like the exact same reasons. I am sure that we could have a really healthy conversation about which Tim Burton movie is his best, but Ooh. I think that between his directing style and his aesthetic, it works so well in that movie. It does. Yeah. Um, and and I that is a think podcast that the three of you should have yeah. while oh. I'm on vacation. Fantastic <laughs> deal. <laughs> I already know my number one. Yeah. Um, but I think I fell in love with Tim Burton as a director in that movie and then have never felt like I've loved any of his movies as much as I love that one. And uh, there's something about the mythology of the Headless Horseman that I just think is so cool. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Good choice. Of course, I had it at four, so that's yeah. easy for me to say. <laughs> I said it first, so, yeah. you know. Uh, my number three, I, I expected nothing of this film. I rented it almost, like, by mistake. Like, oh, okay, I'll just rent this. Why not? <laughs> and I laughed so hard in this film, and I don't know if it deserved it, but I was so surprised and shocked. Paranorman. Oh, I just watched <laughs> oh, really? that. Paranorman, it's hilarious. Yeah. I think it's really funny. Anyways. It's, it's not... Ho- that it's not on my list because it's not Halloween. It's just like a very Halloween. It's not. Mm-mm. I thought it was. No, it's the anniversary of the witch's. Well, she's not a witch, but like her death, the three hundredth anniversary. Yeah. But the entire but town is themed Halloween. So I was like, yeah. oh. But I mean, but the spirit of it is the spirit there. of the it spirit is definitely there, like they say trick or treat and all that stuff. I, I couldn't actually remember. I saw it on a list of movies that take place at Halloween. So like I'm like. I'll I don't think I've yeah. seen that one, but it's I love... It's really good. It's really good. I love Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm-hmm. Same people? Which is the same... Yeah, like oh, Leica. Yeah. I didn't know that. Same company. That's awesome. They also did what, Coraline, Coraline and the Box Trolls. Yep. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into the number twos. At, at two, uh, Mary Baldwin has Beetlejuice. Oh. Which okay. I didn't know took place during Halloween, it but doesn't. maybe just inspired <laughs> by it. Say it two more times and see what happens. <laughs> exactly. No, don't do <laughs> it. My, my dog will turn into Beetlejuice. Say it the cartoon version. Beetlejuice. Uh, and Jim Baldwin's number two is The Uninvited from 1944. Huh. So there you go. I do not know what that How is. How old is he? Is he just like a classic dude? He's just the classic. Yeah, he's not that old. He's not that old, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just he has a very deep knowledge of lots of movies. Nice. He's, I don't know, he's probably four or five years older than me, I would guess. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. All right, Sandra, what's your number two? My number two, I have to watch this every year. It's Garfield's Halloween Adventure. <laughs> I feel I, good about Curious George. <laughs> I, you know what? It does was Garfield something, ever have an adventure, though? He does, and he totally uses Odie. But in this one, the, this one, there are two songs that I love. The first one is This Is The Night. It's the very beginning when he realizes, he wakes up and he realizes it's Halloween morning. And he's like, yeah, like he's singing all This Is The Night. And it's Lou Rawls, so it's hilarious to hear, like, this nice, deep voice <laughs> with Garfield, like his singing voice. Yeah. And then he has another one. Um, it is called What Should I Be? And he's going through, he's rummaging all 
through through all of his costumes, trying to figure out what he can be. And I'm like, that's so relatable. Like, because I don't like to buy costumes. I like to just like put Make something together. Something, yeah. yeah. So, and it is kind of scary, actually, the adventure he goes on. So there you go. Garfield. Garfield Halloween adventure. Daryl, what's your number two? Sorry, I'm literally messaging Mary Baldwin right now and asking her how old Jim is. <laughs> She's on Facebook. I want to, I don't want to seem like a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Daryl's like... He just seems really wise, that's all. <laughs> he does. Okay, sorry. My number two is another episode of TV. It's an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh. called Fear Itself, Ooh. which is from season four, I believe it is. It's the first year that they go to college. And it's essentially, there's a frat party. So uh-huh. they're going to their first frat party on Halloween night. Okay. And there's a demon amongst the frat party uh-huh. who makes everybody's fears become reality. Oh. And so it's different for every person, you know, each member of the Scooby gang, as they yeah. call them. But the great thing about it is it's this incredible buildup to this dark, it's very scary. It's like one of the scariest episodes they have. And it's this huge buildup to this like ultra powerful demon and it's frightening. And at the end, the demon like comes out of this crack in the ground and looks all menacing and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then they finally show you the actual perspective. Uh-huh. And he's about three inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> and so Buffy just steps on him and kills him. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but it's a great episode. There you go. I like so it. Mary just messaged me back and said that Jim's 47. So I was dead on. You're I said four or five close. years older. I'm very 42. Close. Well, I'm almost 42. All right, Justin. Now we that we've gotten the Jim Baldwin age, <laughs> Jim Baldwin age gate has been solved. <laughs> now we can move on to your number two. Uh, my number two is another Headless Horseman movie, uh, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow oh. from The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yeah. Oh, so well done, sir. That is, yeah, Bing Crosby narrating the story mm-hmm. of the Headless Horseman and Ichabod. Um, Again, this is one of those things that I was allowed to watch uh, <laughs> and has some genuinely creepy parts. And I rewatched it, and it's super fun. couple songs get stuck in your head. has more physical comedy than I remembered. Um, but then ends like good horror movies do without real resolution. So you uh, aren't 100% sure. You go to bed terrified. If, if the Headless Horseman <laughs> yeah. is actually a phantom right. that you know did something with Ichabod, or if it's Brom Bones, you know, messing with him and Ichabod just ran away. And so you just don't know. And the story doesn't tell you. And that's like a creepy thing for a little kid. It is. So that's my number two. Yeah, that's excellent. That's an excellent number two. Uh, mine is the probably the newest one. Let me, see, let me make sure that's true. Yeah, the newest one I have on here, actually, the latest one to come out. And it's Stranger Things Season 2. Oh. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. I like season one a little bit better than season two, but season one doesn't really take place during Halloween, and season two does. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Which is amazing, so I'm, I'm all about that. Oh, that's right, Ghostbusters. Which yep. is such a perfect fit, because right. even yep. though season one doesn't take place at Halloween, it already feels like that. Yeah. That, that was my co- the callback I mentioned earlier about E.T., uh-huh. uh, another uh, one on my list. Uh, that's yes. really a callback to E.T. Let's all, let's all be honest, that's what that is. It, yeah, <laughs> so. for sure. Uh, now coming in at number one for Jim Baldwin is Dracula from 1931. Mm. Wow. I think every movie Dracula is in must take place at Halloween. <laughs> so we'll give Jim. <laughs> yeah. we'll, just give Jim the, we'll just give Jim that one. Um, and then Mary Baldwin's is 
you know, one that is super culturally popular around people our age. I never personally got into it, but as I see people like, especially Disney people, mm. especially Disney people. Oh, I think is it Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus. Uh, it yeah. is so popular amongst people. It is. People. It's weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I was going to say something I nice. That's what I but. think. <laughs> No, it's real popular. So there'll be a bunch of people listening. They'll be like, yeah, Mary Baldwin, that's a great choice. So there um, you go. I do remember Hocus Pocus. Wasn't that like the first movie with Kathy Najimy? Was Does anybody even know that I name? I know who she is. I know she was name, yeah. really popular for quite... She had like... She had kind of like that like the newest super funny actress out there reputation yeah. for a while. Huh. Yeah. And I feel like that was her first... Or that was like her breakthrough role. But I don't think I've ever actually seen a movie with Bette Midler in it. Oh, really? <laughs> it's yeah. like, like not for more than three seconds. I'm like, oh, Bette Midler's in this Shane <laughs> channel. <laughs> but She's not the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> I don't get that reference, but it sounds funny. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. Beaches. <laughs> I think I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I think so, Beaches was her big one before that, before Hocus Pocus. Kathy, Which one? For Kathy Najimy. Oh, okay. But was, no. was, was Bette Midler also in Beaches? Yeah, that's what she's no, like. No, um, I'm sorry, oh, Sister Kathy, Act. Oh, oh Sister, Sister Act. Act. I'm that's sorry. It. Yes. Sister yeah. Act was yeah. for Kathy okay. yes. okay. And that was before. Okay. Yeah, Focus Beaches Focus. is like the big Bette Midler movie. Yeah. That's the one that that song comes from. Mm-hmm. I love Beaches, too, but I have no <laughs> Actual <interest>. Beaches. Actual <laughs> oh. Beaches. Actual <laughs> geographical locations. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is your number one, Sandra? My number one is Halloween. Oh, of course. Which does obviously take place during Halloween. During Halloween. I just watched a a special or an inside look at Halloween. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get a suit. Don't get a and, suit. <laughs> no, we're within our 10-second limit. Yes. That's perfect. And I love that opening scene. John Carpenter was explaining that opening scene of just having that long shot. And really it was two shots when he picks up the mask. Mm -hmm. That's a cut right there. But he was explaining that. And then, so you don't get to see who this killer is or who this first peeping Tom is and then this killer. And then you see the people coming up once this person's walked out and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a kid. Mm -hmm. It's young Michael Myers. And I mean, that came out, I don't think I was born when that came out, but... I just remember seeing that as a kid. Yeah. And that was probably the first movie I ever saw where a kid is a killer. Oh. And I mean, not just like evil because like Exorcist and all of that, but this was like a, a killer kid. And I'm like, that's that's insane. More, please. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely my number one. So does the new one, from what I've heard, the new one is like, like a 30, 40 years se- direct 40. sequel to the first mm-hmm. one and basically throws all the other ones out completely. Is that true? That's what I've heard, but I I try to go in I think that's cold. Awesome. So <laughs> yeah. it's like doing the X-Men thing. Yeah. But yeah. But I, there have been so many of those that they've kind of gone way off the, the rails. They stuff, have. They? I did see the Rob Zombie one and I was like twisted. And the yeah. thing is, it, like I think it's both fascinating and then also unnecessary that we have to know why, like the motivation behind a killer. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested in it, but I, I feel like at some point we have to be able to just say they're just like, they're crazy. Like, and that's, that's Heath it. Ledger's Joker. Yep. Better exactly. without an origin. Yep. So that's my number one. That's a, that's a great number one. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. Daryl. <laughs> 
What's okay. your number one? My number one, I feel like it might be your number one too, not to spoil anything, but um, I'm going to go away from movies, I'm going to go away from TV, and I'm going to comic books yeah. nice. with number one. It's probably going to be it's probably going to be mine too then. I think so. Let's it's see. Batman the Long Halloween. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, if you guys have never read that story, uh, written by Jeff Loeb, drawn by Tim Sale, which are an amazing combo. Yeah, they've done a ton of stuff together with other characters. They've done lots of Marvel work and stuff like that too and they Spider-Man work beautifully Blue, together. Yeah. Daredevil Yellow, all those. Superman for all seasons. Yeah. Lots of stuff. It's the story of there's a killer named Holiday who commits a murder on every holiday. And so it's basically like a race for Batman to catch this killer before the next holiday comes. And it's just and it super well Halloween, told. Believe, right? And yeah, yeah. And, and it's beautifully told. And a ton of, especially Chris Nolan's films, have borrowed from the long Halloween very heavily mm-hmm. with like the, the Falcone crime family and sort of the gangster vibe and stuff like that. So it inspired a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. I dig that a lot. In fact, um, I'll, the, I don't, can't add much to what you just said. I love it too. The art is fantastic. Yeah. But, um, Tim Loeb and, uh, or Jeff, Jeff Loeb, Loeb and Jeff Tim Loeb Sale. and Tim Sale. <laughs> Tim Loeb is the combo of the two of them. <laughs> um, they, uh, they did, they were kind of two of the big driving forces or contributors, I should say, to mm. one of my favorite seasons of television of all time, which is Heroes. Yeah. And so once I, when I figured that out, which, by the way, is only good in season one. Just Seriously, as <laughs> much as you love season one, stop watching. Yeah. Keep the love. That's right. Just don't watch season don't two. Watch season two. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, it's just bad. But um, I and, – and they are consistently great together. Yeah. I think, like, some of, some of the ones that they have, like, uh, Daredevil Yellow, I think is – beautifully drawn but it's not my the most compelling daredevil story of all time but you kind of can't go wrong with jeff Loeb and tim sale in my opinion well jeff Loeb also wrote batman hush which, which is, is one of my phenomenal. absolute favorite batman yeah. stories yeah he's a very good compelling storyteller yeah well so you guys know what my number one is already <laughs> batman the long halloween Sorry. also spoil justin my number one is just going straight to that childhood place, straight to what Halloween always has been for me. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Uh, that is my number one. The the music, the aesthetic, the humor, uh, <laughs> it it is like home for me. That that is as Halloween as it gets for my entire life. I can already see right now that you go to young Sandra's house and you're like, you're just <laughs> terrified out of your mind. You go to young Justin's house, you're like, oh, this is really pleasant. <laughs> That's not too far from the truth, but my number two was Garfield. So That's it true. was really That's kind of true. an eclectic balance. Mix. Yeah. A balance. Cool. Well, that's our top five. Uh, you guys would love to hear your top five. You can um, give those to us in the Story Geeks Facebook group is a good place to post those. Or what you can do is become a patron. Listen to the end uh, of the show to see how to do that. But you can become a patron at the $5 a month tier and give us your top five. We'll read them on the podcast. So, Although not this podcast because... We just finished recording. Yeah, not this one. <laughs> so I, I mean, I I can use the time machine, but I yeah. do so sparingly. <laughs> we have to borrow the time machine from the ESO guys. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. But catch us on the uh, on the Patreon aftercast because on the aftercast we're going to go through our ten through six choices so that we can round out our top ten. So um, and that you don't have to donate. It's not five bucks a month for that one. It's as little as two dollars a month. You get access to the aftercast. So definitely go check that out. 
Any any last things you want to say before we close the podcast out? Happy Halloween. Nice. Oh, yes, that's a good thing to say. <laughs> yeah, unless you're with you know, Sanders' house, then it's a very terrifying yeah. Halloween. <laughs> good luck surviving Halloween. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, that's it for today's show. Special thanks to Justin and Sandra for joining us tonight. Always so much fun to have those guys on. Coming up next week, as we mentioned earlier, is a Make It Better episode on Solo with Shannon McCarter and Alex Leonis. So be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on that one. There's going to be some controversial topics like L337. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But in the meantime, there is extra content you can get from us. And there's three ways to get at that extra content. The first way is Patreon. So Patreon is a service that allows you to support us monthly. And in in, in return for that support, we will give you access to more content, like our Patreon aftercast. You heard all of us give our top five geeky Halloween moments or things about Halloween that we love, stories about Halloween that we love. On Patreon, you can get the 10 through 6 choices to round out all of our top 10s. You get access to that for just $2 a month, or you can upgrade to the $3 tier and get access to a bunch more signature content, including some of the audiobooks that we have coming up. We have an audiobook called Time Slingers Season 1, a time travel adventure series, and for only $3 a month, you can get total access to that, plus writer's commentary. I'm the writer, so I get to do commentary on that. (laughs) So go check that out. It's really fun. Another place you can get more content from us and get into discussions with us, which we we love, is the Facebook group. We're always talking about the latest news, what happened with Captain Marvel, what's happening with James Gunn, because he's in the news like every week. (laughs) Yes. And so we have a lot of stuff on the Facebook group that's really cool to talk about with you guys, and we are always on there engaging with you. And finally, there's actually extra content as well on our blog, thestorygeeks.com. On thestorygeeks.com, you can find... Um, additional thoughts on our podcast from our bloggers, Ashley Pauls and Anthony Holder, and also some original content. So Ashley did a whole series about the women of Star Wars, which she broke down our favorite female characters from Star Wars films. All fantastic stuff. Hope you go check that out. Yeah. And if you enjoyed today's show, uh, please tell somebody about it. Share it with a friend. Uh, Send somebody over to the Facebook group so they can get in on the discussions. And um, let them know what we're doing over here at the Story Geeks so we can share it with more people, have discussions with more people, get more opinions. That's the stuff we really love on this show is the discussions. So please help us widen that discussion. Links to everything we've talked about today are in the show notes. Yeah, including our email subscription. So if you're wondering, like, you just talked about way too many things I could possibly be doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just subscribe to our email because in the emails, it'll have all that stuff. So click the link in the show notes, go subscribe to the email, and you'll get access to all the content you could possibly want about geeky stuff. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. And as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories. And always seek the truth.